Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. <laughs> and we're uh, answering your questions in a Q&A episode number six. Ooh, number six. Damn. I thought we done more of these. We've only, we've only done six. Weird. I thought we'd done less. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Either way, I, I love the Q&As. My, probably my favorite episodes Dude, to record. Uh, yeah, pr probably. Um, yeah, definitely my top three. Uh, very excited. Now, of course, these are going to be questions uh, all of you, the listeners, have sent in about living in Germany, living abroad, uh, you know, Germany's just stuff in general. And then I think there's a few questions in there just about you maybe just about you and me. So we'll, we'll find out because like I did my best. Scary. I did my best not to read them as I was copying and pasting in there. Of course, you see a few words here there, but didn't do a proper read through. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> just, just so everyone knows. It's very clear. Yeah. Just, just, just laying the foundation. Uh, are you ready? I'm, yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. And once again, we are sponsored by Clio. Clio is a language learning app in which you can currently learn Spanish, Italian, Ukrainian, and of course, German. The Clio app teaches you with interactive videos and virtual tutors. You can use it on the go, hands-free while walking, you know, doing chores, whatever. Super convenient. The app now has the world's first ever virtual pronunciation coach. You heard that right. Featuring Feli from the YouTube channel, Feli from Germany. Plus, you'll find me and Alex on the app as well doing a special Christmas German lesson. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool. Very cool. Uh, you can find the Clio app, that's K-L-E-O, on the Apple App Store, where it has been featured as a new trending app and new and noteworthy app, currently only on iPhone, but soon to be on Androids as well. So look out for that. Uh, use our special discount code to get one month for $5 instead of $20. That's a $15 That's discount. A pretty good deal. Yeah, the discount code is AGDW1, the number one, AGDW1. And where can they go to learn more, Alex? They can go to meetcleo.com, M-E-E-T-K-L-E-O.com to learn more. Isn't that fantastic? It's just dandy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. It is episode 128. Yes, and for, for us, we, we, you know, we were in a pod. I know an episode came out last week, but that one we recorded like three weeks ago. True. So this, this is our first time back in a little while. Yeah, we're, feel, we're feeling weird. I mean, it's a little, you know, even though we've done this forever, I feel like when we come back from a pause, there's a little yeah. bit of, it's kind of like when you drive a car for the first time after like a year, you know, like for the first, first five minutes, you're like, oh, what's, what's yeah, going like on? Yeah, like I forgot to press record at the beginning. So. You did, yeah, yeah. But it's, record, it's recording yeah, it's now. Recording, yeah, no. Well, I, I mean, mean, if you're hearing it, then, yeah, then, then it all then worked we, out. We did our job. <laughs> it worked out. But yeah, I was on vacation, uh, you know, in uh, the States visiting family for Thanksgiving. And we'll talk more about that later, of course. Okay. But first we got some, you know, the news, the who's, the what'sies, the, you know, <laughs> the homin' and jominies. You know, the hoppers. Yeah, the, the usual stuff. So um, let's get to it. Special thanks to David Sperling and Kai Bue, KY Bue, for their uh, K Y B way Bue, for their uh, awesome five star reviews. Thanks for taking the time. KY Bue mentioned that she's actually German and likes to hear Ooh. how others yeah. see her and her people and country as a whole. So uh, thank you guys so much for the reviews. You know, every review you make. We, we, we call you out right here. So. Yeah, we call you out, but in a good way. In a good way. So uh, David Sperling and... What's the opposite of castle culture? That's what we're doing here. We're, we're, we're bringing you up. We're yeah. opening culture. Yeah, but it's, it's, always, it's always super cool to hear Germans listening to us. You know what I mean? Like, I think when we first started the show, we had no idea that, like, why would a German listen to us talk about yeah, being, exactly. living abroad in, as Americans? So it's always cool to see that... They like to hear it to get, they just hear that perspective about their own country, you know? So For sure, for sure. Very cool. Very cool. As we're, as we're just handing out the thanks, 
willy-nilly. Let's hand out some Let's more. Let's do it. Uh, many the thanks. Thanks dealers here. <laughs> no, not willy-nilly. Of course, these are just like well-earned thanks. Thanks to <laughs> Deanna in North Carolina and Stuart in New York. I think for- it's Diana. Diane, what did I say? Deanna. Deanna. They like Princess Di. Mm. Well, I guess I've heard Diana and I've heard Deanna. Um, Never heard Deanna. Oh, okay. Let's, let's just say Diana then. Okay. Okay. Uh, Di- <laughs> Diana in North Carolina and Stuart from New York for your donations a couple weeks ago uh, while we were on break. Super amazing. Thank you so um, much. Yeah. When that really ro- helpful. When that rolls in, um, it's uh, always a surprise. So thank you guys. Awesome. And thanks to all of you uh, previously who have donated. And if you wish to donate to keep help us keep this podcast going because we are a nonprofit, um, you can go to our website and which Alex will mention later and go to the bottom of any page. There is a donation button right there for you. I just use that old PayPal, but uh, yes. only if you want to. No requirement. Absolutely. Now, uh, last episode, we talked about voting, right? How we can vote because we're not citizens. Yeah. We kind of went on a like a we kind of went on a long yeah. seven minute. It, it uh, wasn't my favorite section to be honest. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, well, we'll see how you guys react to that section. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We were both very tired by that point. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. We, we uh, kind of went a little longer than we should. Uh, I was like. trying to bring in examples. I couldn't re- even remember. So it was just a yeah, just, like you know what? Like, some guys told me why it's bad. I'm like, what, what, what did they say? I don't know. They, they, they said it was bad. There's something. Yeah. There, was, there was a reason. I don't know. But yeah, so the German government has announced they do want to make dual citizenship legal. And I think we've been mentioned that. Like a few times over the past year, I think we have, yeah. but now it's like officially they're they're getting the ball rolling. Uh, but it's up and it's been uh, some heated debates in the Bundesrat about it, uh, saying that it could be dangerous and we shouldn't allow it and blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, the, the, C- the CDU and the CSU um, are very against it. Like, of course, they're, they're like you're just handing out. They're like anybody who becomes a German citizen sh- should have to give up their previous citizenship. It shouldn't be just. They claim that it's been given away, like McDonald's, you know, or whatever. But it's and, just, you know, it's what, not, I, what but, I didn't like is one of the guys said you can't have two cultural identities at once, which I found like, dude, yeah, I mean, it's just completely wrong. Yeah. I, I know many people who have three cultural identities. You know, like that's yeah, it, ridiculous. He, I mean, he's he's basically saying the life I'm living can't exist, but. You know, like that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I would have to say both you and me are half German, half American. And you like, know, nine, like, yeah. like probably 80% of people listen to our podcast. It just, it's, it's weird that he said that. I didn't appreciate it. So, uh, I mean, it's a CDU. What do you, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we kind of said like, okay, it's in the bag, but now with a lot of people in parliament fighting against it, it could end up getting passed through, but kind of a few of the caveats being watered down. Right. Like, like one thing, which they're trying to push through including the dual citizenship is two non-germans who have permanent residency their child would be born a german citizen right which i think was probably a little foolhardy to try to add that now because like they're just like you're trying to put in too much at once well maybe that's a strategy put in a lot knowing it's going to get watered down yeah but i think because that's going to be the first thing that goes because oh for sure because i mean yeah you know um i mean even for me i'm like eh, you know like That, that one's difficult because germany has nine surrounding countries so that, you know, you just pop over the board, like, oh, I have a German baby now. And I don't know, I can, I can understand why that one is a little bit. Well, iffy. no, 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 because if you live in the, if you live in one of those surrounding countries in the EU, then you don't need the German citizenship because you have an EU citizenship already, so. Yeah, but a German yeah. passport's still better than a Polish passport, for example. I mean, maybe, but you're still like, but you know, with the EU citizenship, you can live and work anywhere you want in the EU. In and the and EU. Tra- yeah, and yeah. travel wherever you want, yeah. But for example, like the German passport is like number two or three in terms of how many countries allow you to get in without a visa. Yeah, but um, a lot of these countries that they always list, like, nobody's visiting these countries. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know. It was like, cool, you can go to 196 countries, but like, okay, ask the average person, how many countries have you been to this year? You don't know where people are going. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, okay. Theore- still, theoretically, it's good, but. Yeah, of course okay. it's good. But half the countries, nobody's ever going to visit, so it's like, you know. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Tomorrow, December 8th. Which it's already happened. It's already listen happened if you're listening, yeah. Um, is Germany's second annual Warntag, like warning day. Now, um, now Var- I guess they meant it to be Warntag? Warn day. Warning. Warning. I mean, pronounce it in Germany, Warntag. But Warntag. We're, we're, we're trying to do like a Denglish thing, like Warntag. You know, like pronunciation-wise, I mean, like like Achtung Tag or whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, but anyways, this day is in which uh, all of Germany will test its uh, warning systems at 11 a.m., which inc- this includes air raid sirens, public warning speaker systems, um, text messages will be sent to every single person in Germany, regardless of who your carrier is. Uh, they also messages will be broadcast on trains, on radio, at all radio stations, all TV stations. And this is just all a big test to see, A, if it works, because last year... Last year, nothing worked, Nothing right? worked, <laughs> which makes you feel good. Um, so they're trying it again. <laughs> and if, now, of course, like, this is a, a practice runs if they ever need to send out a message for like a natural disaster, like a flood. Um, and I know the huge floods in Germany a couple of years ago, they weren't able to get warning out in, in time. And, um, and of course, you know, with um, current the way things are going these days, this could also warn of an invasion of war of more serious things as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, floods are, of course, very serious as well, but you know what I mean? Um, so anyways, that's, uh, if you were in Germany, you know about the Warren tug, the Warren tug. <laughs> uh, it's one of the crazy, pretty crazy news. Uh, more than 3000 police officers across Germany conducted raids this morning on a German terrorist group known as citizens of the Reich. Which is just, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a choice of a name. <laughs> Which had been drawing up plans for a violent takeover of the German parliament. The group consists of right-wing extremists such as neo-Nazis, gun enthusiasts, and conspiracy theorists that want to replace the current German government with their own. Sound familiar? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, uh, it's the kind, you know... Um what do they call it? Um, insurrections are uh, contagious. I mean, so. It's, it's, it's so hot right now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, the, insurrecting. it's the fad, you know. <laughs> Germany's gotten there a little late. America was there first, of course. America number one. Woot, True. Woot. Well, Germany was there first, you know, before, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> America number one. Woo. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm yeah, so that's, I mean, that's crazy, though. Like 3,000 officers and like, tw- I think 25 people. Yeah, yeah. They said it was one of, if they haven't double, they haven't figured out for sure, but I think it's the largest police um, action in German history across the entire, you know, all at once. I mean, but I mean, that's very serious. Like you have a, a, for sure. a group who like have drawn up plans like in motion to basically storm um, the Reichstag and tr- try to take over, which guys, it never, it, it never worked. Uh, the plans just don't make sense. Cause like, okay, great. You have 25 people. You storm the Reichstag. Okay. Now what? Then, then the other hundred thousand German soldiers are gonna, you know, like you're. I know, it the numbers just don't work. Sorry, but yeah. I mean, yeah, and good, good on the uh, German police for for you know preventing it. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I know we're making light of it, but like it's a very serious. It, it is pretty serious. Very serious thing. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm very glad that that was taken care of before yeah. it. Well done, Bundespolizei. Very nice. Thumb two thumbs up. And uh, speaking of the uh, different uh, German states. Oh. Um, Two more German states, Saxony-Anhalt and Bavaria, are now getting rid of their requirement to wear masks on public transit. And um, people are suspecting that all the other German states will follow suit in the near future, including Berlin. So um, probably weird, weird timing to do it in winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then I think there was some debate about that in Bundestag as well. But yeah, I'd say in the coming weeks, if not a couple months... Um, it, there'll be no mass requirements at all in Germany anymore. So. Doesn't make sense to me. Because they were saying like, watch out, Corona's going to come back this winter. And now they're like, just don't wear masks anymore. It's it's fine. You'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, but of course, if you want to continue to wear masks, anybody, you yeah, can yeah, do so. Like, you know, and I, I'm sure plenty of people still will. So yeah, absolutely. 
But anyways, you're back. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. I'm happy to see you. Yeah, I was gone two weeks uh, visiting family in Portland, Oregon, baby. So, um, yeah, I, I love Portland. It's, 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 it's always so much fun. Like, it's I was, a cool city. I was looking at it. It's a small Berlin, but with mountains. That's pretty that's sweet. An, that's an epic combination right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like actual mountains and trees and forests and that kind Little of stuff. Trees. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it, it's really cool. And it's, it kind of gives Berlin a run for its money in terms of like bars and restaurants i think uh, portland might have an even like bigger variety if if, if i dare you whoa, know whoa, whoa. i mean portland is like an organ general is like every on every block there's like five brewery distillery whiskey tasting rooms you uh, know yeah. craft beer what like, like well, it's, it's a pretty it's like everywhere. hipster city right so like a lot of these things popped up over the past 10 15 yeah, years but i mean it's, but if you're just out for like a night on the town like good time. portland yeah you're gonna have a good great time expensive like, though right um i don't know about expensive I don't know. I don't, I don't live there, but like, I don't know. Yeah. In, in general, like a beer seemed like beer prices and you know, like nothing was seemed crazy. Like, but one thing that is still crazy. And I think I mentioned it before is the tipping culture in Portland, oh, yeah, true. which I, it's, I, this might be this, tell me if I'm, it's this way in other U S States, cities, whatever. Um, anytime you buy anything, they flip around the screen that in big letter says like, how much would you like to oh, tip? I've heard about this. And like, yeah. And it starts at like 20% and whatever. And starts at 20 like some of them do. I have some somewhere like it's twenty and then like fifteen's like way in the back at the corner or whatever. It's like twenty five, twenty three, thirty, or thirty percent. And basically, they like try to guilt you, but it, but it's in situations where you should not pay a tip. It's like it's like I went to you know you would go to like a coffee shop and like bought a cookie screen. How much you want to tip? And it's like I'm not tipping you for a cookie. Or like you go to like a, a food truck, you bought your tacos, flip. How much you want to tip me for for the food? It's like. What do you mean? There's no waiter. Like, I, got, I got the food. That, yeah. That's the that's the that's a transaction right there. Yeah, and and like I, and I felt like some and I but this time I held. Last time I got guilted. My last trip. This time I held strong. I clicked the no tip, which Ooh. a few times I got some not great reactions from yeah. the face of the people. Oh yeah, like uh, press it. And you could just because like you, you know like on on their screen it immediately tells them if the, you tipped or not, right? Gosh. And um, but yeah, I just don't like that. I just, that's a yeah. shaming system. Yeah, I don't like it's it. A sh- and, and again, why am I tipping? Yeah, for you get you handed me some tacos. Why? No, that's your. Pr- you, you. So there's been like a shift. I mean, yeah. When I when I was living in the states, I was never. You never tip for things like that unless you really wanted to. We yeah, just yeah. It was, it was an extra thing. Now it's like expected. That's crazy. For for and there, but there's no extra service. The whole point of a tip is for the extra service. There's no extra service. Like, right. I, I just it's it'd be like now going McDonald's and like where's my fifteen percent or you know like, right yeah exactly it's like either. You have to go. Everything should it be tipped, or no, you know, I mean, you know what I mean, like it's like you can't just have like, I don't know. It's like it's it's weird. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'd say it's okay. Prices. I could be totally wrong. I'm only there for two weeks. I don't know what's. That's fair. I'm not paying attention. So. Okay. But anyways, yeah, had a great time. Always fun to be in the U.S. Those talkative, talkative people. Yeah. You know, at the casa, and the person's like just goes off on whatever. You know, like like you can you cannot go to a cashier in the U.S. without like some sort of a conversation. It's impossible. Like, and they actually think. Look at you like you're rude if if you don't say anything. I, at one time, where I'm, like, I'm so used to not talking. I just like, you know, I walked to put the thing. There's like kind of a silence. And then she was kind of like, so how are you? Like, I like, why didn't you say hi? Like, you know, kind oh, of, that's that's uh, too much. Sorry. Uh, this is for me. That, that's yeah. way too much. Yeah, I, but, but, but it was nice. Though. I, was, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? And then we just kind of got into like, ba- you know, banter about the thing I bought. Like, oh, yeah, those chips are like they're new. Like they don't usually sell them this flavor or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. It's 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 nice. It's, it's definitely not like that in, uh, in the Northeast as much. I don't think. Yeah, people um, are a little more more a little more grumpy, maybe. But yeah, you know. But yeah, it's uh, super nice. I mean, or Oregon is just is gorgeous. Nice. And like right in the water there. So good times. Yeah, good happy times. happy you're back. Yeah, happy you're back. Yeah, the, good to be back in the DE. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awkward.
I mean, how are you, man? Like, I mean, <laughs> what have you been up to the past two weeks? No, I'm fine, Jeff. Don't <laughs> ask me anything. No, what have you been doing? No, uh, not not a lot. Not a lot. Um, you know, Nicholas was here a few days ago. That was nice. No, but I was here for that too. Oh, no, yeah, no I mean, no. What were you doing the two weeks I was gone? What was I doing? Um, not a not a whole lot to be honest. Just chilling, going to Christmas markets. Nice. Uh, trying to stay warm, going some walks. Yeah, it, it got. Uh, when I arrived back here, I was not prepared for how chilly it was. Got nippy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just you know, trying to trying to take care, get some vitamin D. Just TCB, taking care of business. That's it. Taking care of business. All right. All right. Yeah. But uh, you know what else could take care of business? Maybe I don't know. We got a wacko whiskey today. This is the thing. Bottle is gargantuan. Yeah. Um, it's like Thor's hammer. Yeah. Trying to try, try to like explain over the air how what is going on with this bottle. All right. So the bottle is like it's bigger than my like it's huge. It's like this. It's bigger than my forearm. Pretty much. It's it. it so we usually have a normal whiskey bottle, which is 0.7 liters. This is a 1.7 liter bottle. And, right. And it is just a beefy beast and yeah and the the bottom of it isn't flat so like rocks on a table which is kind of cool uh cool, and, but and dangerous. dangerous yeah but but yeah explain a little bit about the uh the history of this bottle. so it's called the pinwinnie royal scotch whiskey it's the largest whiskey bottle we've ever had in the show of course and it weighs around three kilos <laughs> and his bottle was gifted to us by uh, your dad oh it's true so like the, the story behind this is so my, my stepmom works as a realtor and at, for one of the houses they were selling, the house was empty, but like, I, I, if I remember correctly, there was like in the corner was like these two bottles of whiskey, including this one. And the people who own the house were like, whatever, take it. We don't care, you know? And so it was just kind of a found bottle. My dad for the past four years has been trying to give this to us, but each time I'm flying back, he's like, here, try to take it. But I just don't have enough, you know, like give a weight limit in your bag. I, I'm surprised this didn't like make the plane crash. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. heavy. You know, no, I, I haven't been able to take it. And so finally this time he was like, he's like, okay, like, do what I have to do, you know, plan space-wise in your bag. Like, make sure you can bring this back. And so I did. Nice. Like, I made sure I had, like, 20 pounds free uh, so that way on the way back, okay, I can for sure bring this bottle back this time. Smart. Uh, the whiskey is also, this is the oldest bottle that we've had, not in terms of aged, but literally the bottle is 50 years old. It's from the 70s. Exact date, unknown. And for some reason, it's really hard to find any detailed information about the whiskey or the distillery uh, that made it because it doesn't exist anymore. It's uh, 40% alcohol and aged uh, 12 years. XII is 12, right? Yeah, yeah. So 12 years, and I think it's I think it's a blend? I think it's on the front. Somewhere it says blended, right? A blend. It says oh, yeah, a blend. A blend. It's a really cool looking bottle. I mean, it looks like it was made in, I don't know, the 1600s. Maybe yeah, it was. Yeah, like the... Um, the lettering and everything. The lettering and everything. Yeah, so even though this... The whiskey was only aged 12 years. The The age of the whiskey is like, 50, it has been sitting in this bottle for 50 years. You know what I mean? Like, so it was aged in the barrels for 12 years, but right. it has sat in this bottle for at least 50 years. So, so yeah. I, I always pour this in front of my microphone so everyone can hear it. I don't know if I'm strong enough to, to, to hold it up like that. Well, here, let, let, me, let me help you. I'm, I'm going to try. No, no, try. I got it. I got it. So it's, oh, it's a twist off. So, oh, what the fuck? What is this? Little piece of paper. Okay. Ooh. That's good. It looks gross under the. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> That's all right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna be strong and pour this. Oh god! There goes my triceps. Thank you. 
Okay, I'm just checking. I don't see any floaters or anything. It looks pretty clear to me. <laughs> God, it's, it's so unbelievably heavy. Uh, get that cat back. I'm slightly disappointed that it wasn't a cork. Right. Because like uh, over this twisty was like a plastic shrink wrap, whatever. So like it was impossible to tell what kind of... And, and because the neck is so big, it has a little plastic thing on top to make a pour uh, easier. Right. So it's interesting. I don't know. Anyways, let's, well, let's uh, take a smell. Right? Yeah. Smells good. It smells good. Cheers. See what happens. All right. That's good. Sweeter. That is good. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Pinwini. I think it's a pinwini. Sounds better. Interesting. Ooh. Very uh, delayed burn. Okay. Interesting. Well, let's, let's uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's move see. on. All right. But before we go on, uh, like, you know, we always do, and Jeff said earlier, if you'd like to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we love them all. We read them all. It keeps us going. keeps us motivated. And, um, you know, it's nice. Yeah. Nice thing to do. But you yeah. don't have to. No, of course not. You can do other things with your life. Absolutely. Like uh, collect 1970s whiskeys. You could, you could try that. Uh, also, check out our website. It's agdwpodcast.com. I got better updating the whiskey site, but then I then I got bad at it again. But... I don't think you ever got better at it. That's fair. Basically, there's always like a three-week backlog. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll get on it. And also our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast, where we have, you know, um, things and Instagram stuff. Yeah, pictures. And it's a great way to contact us. That's where we talk to most people through our um, the DMs. And that's where and we've gotten a lot of these questions. Exactly. So without further ado, let's get into our Q&A. Again, we have not read a lot of these. Uh, we don't know who wrote them anymore. I mean, we, we did. I just, I usually I transfer the names. I just, sorry, guys, I didn't have the time to transfer all the names and everything. It was just too much. Yeah. So just, 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 just know you're with us in our hearts. Yes. So you, first you know question, who you are. You know, yeah, you know, you know if it's your question or not. Unless someone asks the same exact question you asked. Written exactly the same. Right. Well, then you should just call that person and be like, guys, we're, What's going on? we're soulmates. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay. Number one. How are loud barking dogs handled on Ruatag? So Ruatag, the quiet day, the quiet Sundays. Right. You know, so, and I think we mentioned it before. In Germany on Ruatag on Sundays, um, you're not allowed to mow your, mow your lawn, um, do any construction. Basically, like you can't do anything loud. and or Otherwise, the police could be called on you. Right. Um, so he said, how, what was it? How are loud barking dogs handled? Well, uh, I'm not sure handled on which side of it. I mean, I, I, I know dogs are not like babies. You can't complain about babies. Right. But dogs are not in that group. You can complain about dogs. Yeah, um, I read like you're legally allowed to go to the neighbor's house, take the dog, and throw him in a basement by law. You mean you're allowed, you're allowed to break into their house and just steal oh, yeah. the dog? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. That's true. <laughs> They're facts. Okay. <laughs> or do you mean from like their backyard? No, no. You, you, you can break into their house. What? I, I doubt that. I, 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 I can see a lot of legal challenges to that. Because I, I, I made it up. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Well, because like, what was it last week or something? We did a thing about weird laws, so that's why that's, I'm, that's why I'm like, my brain is still on. You're that. legally going to strangle your okay, neighbors. Okay, guys, dog. just just so if, if any of you were confused, like me, Alex was joking just then. You cannot legally break, so don't do that. Humor. I'm yeah. trying. I'm trying humor. Oh, okay, it's a new didn't work. Newfangled yeah. thing I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. If you have, if there's a crazy barking dog, you can absolutely call the police. Just just as if um, the neighbor was yeah. hammering or whatever. Because I I know that, like the person has to keep the dog quiet. Yeah, that, that's, I think that's their responsibility as a dog owner. Right. I mean, not with violence. You know, don't do that. But, you know, but yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so what was the question? How do you deal with them? I don't know. Just um, keep them quiet. And if you're the on the other end of it, you call the police. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I talk to your neighbor first and be like, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's okay. how you do it. That's how you do it. Cool. Next. Um, next. Sorry. This is the, the message talking, not me. Okay. Uh, for context, I'm a senior in college. Oh, really? that would have given it away. That would have given uh, it away. I'm a senior in college right now, and there are like 90%, or there is like a 90% chance I'm doing my master's in Bavaria next year. Sweet. Dude. Pretty cool place to do your master's. Um, <laughs> don't really know anybody in the country or even really in Europe. What advice do you wish you could have given yourself a year before moving to Germany? Ooh, Ooh la la. Good question. Uh, I think the first one is uh, try to study some of the language before you go, especially down in Bavaria, because you're not going to be as English friendly as they are, you know, here in Berlin. True. Everyone will know English. This, this thing is everyone will know English, but their desire to speak it is a whole different story. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So I, I wish that I, you know, did that a year before. And also because you said you don't know anyone. I think when you get there, if you, if you have the time and you're doing your master's, the dual language class, it's a great way to meet people. And also like check out some groups before you go on Facebook or meet up or whatever. I would, I would give the same, the exact same thing. I would like, cause I think what I did when I first moved here, I got my own apartment instead of a, instead of a, um, flat share. Flat share. That's I tell myself. From the very beginning, get a flat share. Don't care how old you are. You, yeah. th you think you're over it. Get a flat share at least for the first year or so. Gives you an excuse to meet at least your roommates and the friends of the roommates and get some, you know. And it's and way yeah. less lonely because, you know, when you move away, especially the first the first few months, are hard. the first year even is, is difficult. It's, it's very hard. lonely. Yeah. So um, if to, to, to get, kind of get rid of that loneliness, having just someone in the house, as long as they're not, you know, um, you know, a bad person yeah exactly it's nice yeah absolutely yeah and like you said learn the language i wish i'd i'd maybe learn how to like you know count to 10 you know ba very basics but i wish i had learned more before Me moving too. here um what else was there anything else i would i would say um don't yeah, overpack don't overpack and i'd say pu push yourself to really go out of your comfort zone I, th I think my first year here i didn't push myself enough and then as time went on i like okay I, th I threw myself out to more meetups, to more this, mm -hmm. that. So I'd say from the beginning, again, it's going to be awkward, um, but just like force yourself to get out there, meet some people, you know, like yeah, that's, absolutely. Uh, get that foundation going. And then, yeah, then it'll be easier to just adjust to the fact that you're like halfway across the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. All right. Next one. Does the building owner have any liability if he fails to fix a defect, which allows someone to burglarize your apartment? That's a specific. Uh, that's, that's a question. That's very specific. Uh, I'm. I uh, as far as I know, they are liable if you have complained about and told them, and they have not fixed it yet. I think it's a very from case to case. Like like say if the front door to your building, if the lock is just broken, anybody can walk in. That's a very they're liable, right? If if you if you inform them, door's broken, they don't fix it. They're right. liable. I'm sure there's a few other situations where it could be a gray area. I don't know. Sure. Um, I know I, the building before I lived here, the, I also lived in the second courtyard, but the second courtyard ended with a fence, which led to like a parking lot, you know, Okay. but the fence had a hole in it big enough for a human to go through. Uh, so you could just bypass the having to need to get through the front. You could, you could just go, you could, anyway, you can get into this building by just going through this, this hole in the fence. And during the time I lived there, there were two apartments that were burglarized. Now, I don't know if the burglar came to that hole, but he could have. But in that case, uh, could they prove liability? Or I don't know. I don't know. Like, but but I, I, they could, I think you probably could because you'd be like, hey, there's a huge hole. Like, and yeah, you know. Um, yeah, but I would say in general, yeah, it's the, but the person is, the, the person who owns the building or who's the house revolting, the, um, what do we call it? The property management. Property people. management. Yeah. You, you can always check out your local, like, Mietverein. 
And I think they'll help you out with that because they know all the laws and, and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Meet for Ryan, it's an organization that um, that helps uh, renters, basically. Yeah. Know, when you have trouble with sound or bad landlords or whatever. I mean, so, to know your rights generally. Yeah, and, and you go, you, you can um, become a member. There's a small dues you pay. And then once you pay that, you can come in and ask kind of any question. They'll hook you up with, with lawyers. lawyers and, yeah. yeah. Very so, cool. Yeah, if you really want to know, I, would, I wouldn't take our word for it, but I, I think so. And check out your local meat fine if, 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 you know, need more info. Oh, that's interesting. Which, uh, next, sorry, next question. Next. Uh, which one would you choose if you were a medical doctor? United oh, States. Oh, okay. So basically say like, okay, do you want to be a medical doctor in the US or in Germany? I think that's the question, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't always choose Germany because I like living in Germany more, but in terms of medical doctor, I Probably be one in the states because you can earn way more money. Yeah, I would say the same. You can earn a lot more money. And German doctors are are really uh, God. They're bless them, man. They work really hard, but because of socialized medicine, they're working a lot, uh, very long hours, a lot of work. But states too. You're still pulling a double fourteen hour shift, and like I, I don't, I don't think the amount of work is different. Like I just think you're gonna pay a lot more in the U.S. I don't. I read somewhere like for like house doctors, for example. I, I don't know about like hospitals stuff like that, but like house doctors. Are like super overworked. That's why they go through patients like no, bam, but, bam, no, but bam, here's bam, less. bam. Here you have like, you know, like house, all the house doctors, at least that I've seen, like they have one day where they they're not even open, and they have one day where they're gonna close at like noon. Well, that's a good point. You know what I mean? They actually, they work a lot less than American. That's day. actually a fair point. American yeah. house doctors at least open Monday through Friday. Like here, they're they're like we're open from eleven till three, and then close, and then that's, and that's then fair. Friday we're closed all day. But and, you, you can know. get paid way more in the states than you can here for sure. Absolutely, yeah, like, absolutely, bar none. Yeah, I don't even know how. Um, yeah, when I, when I see my, uh, bills, when I go to like emergency room here or whatever, and the bills, so I'm like, I'm like, how does the doctor even make any money off of this? Like, it's kind of, I feel bad for the doctor. <laughs> like I, as a patient is great, but I mean, as a doctor, do- like, doctors make good money. It's not that it's bad, but you know, they're not like millionaires like they're in the States. Yeah. yeah. No, no. And again, yeah. German doctors are great and everything, but also German doctors are really bad with their bedside manner. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you maybe have like friendlier colleagues if you worked in the U S maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think in terms of money, U.S. In terms of quality of life and living in Germany, I've choose Germany, of course. And no, no like, but if you're if you're rich as shit, then your quality of life in your Beverly Hills house is probably pretty great. Yeah. Until I can drink a beer on the street, that's a lot lower okay. quality. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it all comes down yeah, to that one okay. thing, Jeff. But if you're a doctor, you have no free time. So like, when are you going to be walking around like drinking a beer on the street? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You, you might, again, you might as well just go to. It's going to be in your Ferrari in the states. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Or do it here because, you know, we, we need doctors, so. Because a lot of doctors in Germany do leave to go to the States because, like, oh, I can make, like, four times the amount of money. Yeah, I'm going to go over there. Yeah, almost every doctor I've been to here, when you, like, look at their bio on their website, like, there's always, like, a, a five-year stint in some, like, yeah, U.S. hospital or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's a, it's a learning experience, of course, but also, also it's, like, it's just a, you know, yeah, maybe it's like, okay, let's, uh, daddy needs the that you know extra boat or whatever you know extra boat you need one boat no one no one needs a boat extra don't boat. buy a boat if, you, if you're thinking about buying a boat don't buy a boat boats are cool i mean the b- biggest waste of money ever but like i mean tooling around on a lake on a boat it's, it's, I mean, there's what, nothing what, cooler what's, what's better than that nothing cooler than a boat yeah but don't buy one yeah you're not you're not gonna no you're you're, you're, you're definitely gonna regret that choice just know the moment you buy it that money is all gone and it's then, like, gone. think about how long you're gonna be using your boat how often yeah. like oh we'll use it you know once or a few times every when summer it's become the like the, the dissuading people from buying boat channel. Just don't, don't do it. Yeah, just don't do it. Stop. Okay, <laughs> next. What is the most American thing your girlfriends still call you out on? Oh, I, I like that question. Interesting. Uh, I think for me, it's that I still can't whisper. 
Like every time, like we're at a party or something like that, I want to whisper something. But I was like, shut, shut up. Yeah, like, I was, stop, I was, stop I talking. Say, say the same thing. Yeah, yeah like just, 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 everyone can hear you. I'm like no, I'm whispering. It's like you, Alex, you cannot whisper. Just shut it. <laughs> yeah, I so think definitely that. That's like one of the biggest American traits. I think you and me have not gotten rid of. Is that's we, hard. we've gotten better than I, we're, I'm absolutely better than I used to be. I mean, but, I definitely don't scream. Like, I, I notice when I go to the states, and everyone's screaming around me, and I'm like the quiet one. Yeah, but I think. I'm American quiet, loud. but yeah. German loud, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's so many times where we think we're being... Like, how many times have we been at a bar or whatever, and then the person comes over, and they're like, guys, can we just, like... Yeah, just lower yeah. it a little bit. And you, and you know immediately that they're talking about you, you know, and you're like, hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's probably what my... Probably other things, but I would say that's the one that comes to mind that, like, Marley's probably... She's like, wow, you're just loud sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's just in our blood. Like, America's just loud. So, like... It, if you're moving, if you're moving to Germany, just like be aware that you don't. If even if you don't think you're loud, you're you are loud. You're loud, and just bring it down a notch, and it'll you'll it'll do wonders. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one. When are you releasing the lost episode? Oh my! Oh, I don't know. We haven't had that. Dis- oh no! So much pressure. I haven't had that discussion yet. I don't know. Um, it's not. It never. I mean, all right. Maybe like on our, after like our last episode. Not after the likes. I, I'd say I'd have that be like the. The one before last, like have like, it, yeah, yeah. I would say like, if we if, if the show ends, we have like our second to last episode will be. But the, 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 it's it's not going to be entertaining. It's not entertaining at all. It's just it's just bad. It's just a bad episode. You're, no one's gonna have fun. It's not like a good, like a bad movie that's so bad it's good. It's just like a bad movie that's bad. Yeah, and if any of you don't know, what we're talking about. So the last episode is um, episode we, two. Episode two. Now, when we first started doing the podcast. We thought we had this great idea that like, hey, like since I'm over here, let's just record two episodes in a row. That's easier, right? God, worst idea ever. Um, and you know, because we're drinking whiskey and everything, and, and we definitely then, drank a lot more in that first episode. Like we probably had like three beers eat, and a bunch of whiskey. Dinner back then, either like yeah, um, no dinner. So by the time we got to like the middle of the second episode, we were pretty, pretty wavy. Yeah, we were, we were yeah we were sloshed, and we thought and I remember we, we thought everything we were saying was gold. And then we went back to listen to it. And, and then we finished recording. I was like, that was, that was amazing, that Jeff. Was that was the best episode even, ever. Even though it's literally the second, second one we were done. That was only the first day of recording. We have no bar. Yeah, we, yeah, exactly. We have no experience. But yeah, then we finally listened to it like a week later. Ugh. And I was like, Alex, I have to listen to this. And we were just, we're talking over each other. We're interrupting. We're slurring our words. We're like rambling about nothing interesting. Yeah, it, it was, was just, just bad. Yeah, it's just bad. But I used to be completely against releasing it. But yeah, I'm like... I'm more now like oh, really? 90%. I don't want to ever release it, but I'm that 10% like, yeah, if the show's ending at some point, like for shits and giggles, you know, like, maybe, I don't maybe, know. maybe we'll like, can we like sell it as like an NTF? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the whole thing? Uh, yeah. Or oh. ETF, what are they, NTF? NTF. N- yeah. NTF. Yeah. Non- NFT. 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 Non- non-fungible token. Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe we'll sell it as, as an NFT and, and that Martin Screlly guy can buy it. Okay. So uh, we're, we're never saying never. Let's just say that. We're not saying never. It, it might not. Happen. It might happen, but don't, don't get your hopes up. Let's just say that. Yeah, like, you, gotta, you gotta try to convince us. <laughs> okay, next. Um, ooh, this is yeah, a tough one. Um, how do you handle long distance with your family? I mean, like, how do they, I think they mean how do you how do you handle like being such so far apart? I, I, I get what it means. Oh, okay, it's pretty pretty clear. Okay, so ooh, sorry, just cheers <laughs> myself there. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a tough question. Uh, it's 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 never really easy. You know, you know, we 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 call on. Uh, we FaceTime a lot, um, probably not as often as I should or would like to, but you know, but yeah, we FaceTime a lot, uh, try to visit whenever I can. And we also have like a family group chat with like my sister and my parents that we use almost every day just getting updates on like my niece and nephew and my updates, what I'm doing. And 
it's a nice way to keep in, ta- in contact without face to face in between, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like things like WhatsApp are good because, yeah, because you have the phone call, you know, the once every few weeks phone call or once a month phone call, whatever. Right. But yeah, like WhatsApp and kind of text messages are good because then it's like daily for stupid stuff you can message, you know, yeah. like, like my mom will message me, be like, oh, hey, look, uh, whatever, whatever. And I'll message my mom or message my dad or, you know, like, and of course, little e- emails about like, hey, check out this this cool YouTube video or you're like, like I, I tried to like, thing is like because of the distance you get so stuck in your existence, your yeah, life. That's true. That it's easy to like disconnect from, you know, whatever. So like I try to sometimes, you know, like do little things like that, that are kind of more every, like everyday thing that you do with somebody who lives in the same city as you, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like send like a link to Hey dad, check out this cool YouTube video for this or whatever, you know, just to like, no, you're right. It, it is easy, easy to forget sometimes. Like, oh, when's the last time we talked? Oh, it's been, you know, three weeks. Like, oh, I thought I called you last week because you, you, you got to kind of get a little more self-absorbed uh, uh, because you are, you know, so far away and it's like out of sight, out of mind, which what sucks. But uh, but also, yeah. you know, when, when, when I do but, go but, home. No, I said never out of mind. It's just, yeah. You're never, never, never out of mind, but you it, know what I mean? It's just like, easy to get stuck in the, like, you know, you're going to work. Right. And then you're doing a thing and the weekend comes and then go to work again. You know, like, yeah, and like you said, like, if suddenly a month passes and you're like, oh, man. What like, happened? I yeah. feel awful because I didn't call you. So yeah. I'm sorry, mom and dad and Rachel. But also, like, when when I am home, you know, just try to cherish the moments as long as you can, you know? Yeah, that's why I don't visit for just, like, like, I, like last, when I just visited, I visited for two weeks because right. I, I was like, because my mom's there, I want to see my sister, and I want to see my uncle, and I want to see my dad. But I also I want to see each of them more than just like once. And I and I think that's right. that's the thing is because it used to when I used to visit, it used to be like cram everything in a short period of time, and you used to like this person once and this thing, and they're like okay, bye, see you in a year, which sucks. Like, but like when you see multiple times, it's you feel for half a second that it's normal. You're living there, you know, like like oh hey, I'll hey, see you tomorrow for brunch, you know, great. Like or you know I'll see you on Tuesday for the, the, to watch the, or the game or whatever, you know, like. Then it feels kind of like, hey, you never left for a set for half, you know, you're like faking it kind of like exactly. For a um, I'm, I'm also in a fantasy football league with my dad. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like myself, Misha, my dad, my one of my best friends from home in the States. And there's a bunch of random people that we found along the way. Like, no one really knows each other, but we do mm. this fantasy league for like six, seven years. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. Like, I always talk to my dad just about like football and stuff like that, just, you know, throughout the week. So it's also this nice little. Nice. One more little connection. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think it's actually harder with um with like your friends. Because a family, you go you go home to the states, you see your family, and like sometimes yeah, friends are harder to see they're not there or you don't have time because your priority is your family. Yeah, so I, that can be harder. I have a thing like because my my and I know my mom's listening. She's, mom, I'm not bl- blaming you. This is just life and what happens. Oh, like, he's blaming you. <laughs> but like, so my my mom used to live in the city where I grew up with. Grew up in, you know what I mean. Right. Uh, but a few years ago, you know, she moved off to Portland to have a good old time. But so like when I was visiting my mom, it gave me excuse to like all my friends from high school stuff. They'd be there visiting their parents and we'd get to see each other, hang out. But but now I'm flying to Portland to visit my mom. Right. So those friends, I don't have a, you know, like I can't, you know, fly to Cal, you know, California and Portland. You're, no, you're, no, you're, sure, like, sure. So, so now there's certain people that now who I used to at least know, okay, at least I'll see them on Christmas. Now I'm like. Ooh, now it's going to be a few years maybe till I see, or, you know, or, you know, so, th- so, yeah. um, that's harder. But in the end, I would say, even though this is depressing, there is no way to handle the long distance. No, like, it just, it no. just sucks. It's just like, it's, there's no way to replace that time that you could be, you know, like it's, it's, it's just always going to be that thing. That's very, it's just a very bittersweet situation. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. And then you, yeah. you just have to decide for yourself whether, whether that sacrifice is worth it for you, for you or not. 
Yeah. It, yeah. Like, yeah. In the end, it's, a, it's rough. And when you do get to see them, just, yeah, be sure to hang out with them as much as you can and have a good time. And, yeah. you know, yeah, that's all you can do, really. I mean, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, now I'm sad. Downer, guys. Great downer. All right. Next one is where would you choose to retire in the future? So my, my plans retire here. I mean, I, I already have like my retirement plans, <laughs> kind of. I would say it depends. Is this retiring from our normal life? Like, because if I was a millionaire, where I'd retire would be a different situation. True. I mean, all right. I'm I'm gonna collect my pension here, and maybe when I'm like sixty or seventy, be like, I'm gonna move to Spain or Portugal or somewhere warm. Right. So I'm saying, like, I would say availability of money would change my. Yeah. choice but i think i definitely would retire in europe hmm i mean i can't guarantee again with i don't know let's say i had 10 million dollars sitting around i couldn't tell you exactly plus it, it, i would also have multiple houses at that point if i was that rich right, well, let's think like okay. realistically like you're not gonna be sitting on 10 million euro. Oh, okay i mean you might i don't know but i'm assuming okay so if we're, if we're I'm, not, I'm not doubting you in any way i'm just assuming you're not no, no, gonna be sitting I'm, on 10 throw, million. I'm throwing up funny money hypotheticals no no let's just bring it down to current financial <laughs> situations so on, on your on, on our zero year <laughs> we're retiring yeah if if i if i had the ability to retire i mean i don't know i guess here if I, guess that, I, guess that, <laughs> I don't know i guess that's where i'll be i don't know i, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where i'll be in no 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 fair, years. I don't fair, know. fair absolutely like, like but, yeah my, my, my plan is like have our apartment paid off by the time I'm like 60. So then I can retire easier here. Or at least if I move somewhere else, I can rent it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, that's like as far as my plans go. Are we, are we supposed to have thought about our retirement more than this? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know. We're in our thirties and that's something people do. When people talk about retiring in their thirties. About retiring in their thirties? No, about like retirement in their thirties. Oh, I guess. But but yeah, I, I would just say based on the fact that me and Alex live in Germany and have for a long time, I would assume we're going to retire in Germany. Like, I would just... Yeah. yeah. My whole adult life's been here, so it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, why why yeah, wouldn't? Yeah. Like if, if, I, if I work in Germany until I'm 16, I'm be like, all right, I'm going to go back. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. But there's always like... But I think maybe I'm making too much of it. But I, I think I was just saying like, you know, in the next 30 years, you never know what's going to pop up. Exactly. Like, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe we retire you, you, in, uh, I mean, and we retire in Rotterdam. I don't know. Well, I don't true. know. Like, what happens, you, you, you could have had like a, like a, you could have like a rich uncle you know about who passed away and left you $4 billion. Yeah. The rich uncle you never know about. Yeah. It happens all the time in movies or happens like, at least once in one movie. Wouldn't that be great? You put your mom just like, like, I didn't tell you I have this extra brother that I didn't talk about. <laughs> That's the thing about, the, about the rich uncle, right? It's like, why didn't you tell me that I had an uncle, let alone a rich one? Yeah. And like, oh, he's just a nice guy. He loves so much money. So why couldn't I meet him if he was a nice guy? Yeah, usually it's because like it's the dark stain on the family. That's why I don't talk about it. But yeah, usually it's like, oh, but he's so nice. Well, what the fuck? I didn't get... Did but real, realistically, just, yeah. even if it's a dark stain in the family, if the guy's rich, people are going to want to be friends with him. But if it's dark stain, then it's, then it's like a cool story to gossip about it's good, like people are gonna talk about it it's not gonna be like oh so hush hush unless yeah, it's like exactly people like so, was a serial killer or something I don't so the whole rich uncle thing is stupid no nah, very stupid but who knows maybe you have one maybe know. that's why it's called a movie May <laughs> yeah, yeah, i guess <laughs> next next in your opinion meaning you're in mine uh how oh. much or how many yeah much or many many how many dollars and or euros should a solo person save before moving to Germany? $10 and eight euros. Excellent. <laughs> no, um, it totally depends on where, how long and what kind of lifestyle you wish to live. But what I'll say is this, when I, when I moved here um, for the first like six or seven months, I had no job. I had 
I was able to live off of a thousand dollars in Berlin um, per month, just fine. It was like thirteen years ago, but yeah, even but now, uh, you could still do it. You like, can still do it now. Yeah, I would say the same thing. It's like I think I saved up around like five grand before I moved here, and I lived off that for a few months without a job or without getting paid yet. Uh, but I was living around yeah maybe eight hundred to a thousand a month. Nowadays, maybe. But, but living like you know bachelor style and not going on vacations to Monaco and you know like like just living like bare bones you, right. can, you can do it um because like say you, you live in a vague you know a flat share you're say i don't know you're paying 500 a month right for your room or whatever and then you got some insurance for 150 200 a month and then food and whatever like yeah you you can absolutely do it for about a thousand dollars a month I, I would say like but yeah it depends on but if you're in your 30s and you want to live more comfortably that's like between a thousand dollars set aside a, between a thousand and maybe one thousand three hundred a month and you should be fine now of course yeah, you can't really set aside 12 months of that because like who has 13 grand lying around? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that doesn't make any um, sense. So, but I, I would say like realistically you have at least enough for six months. Like if you have anything less, it'd be stupid because the odds of you finding, you know, sometimes, sometimes you get lucky, but most people, they don't find, the, especially as an, an expat, you don't find a job that first month. It takes you four or five, six months to find a job. It's right, t- depending you know. on your field as well. If, yeah. if, if, if you're a teacher like myself, you probably find one quicker than if... Uh, you're free or, you know, if, if, if you're it or something, oh, actually it is pretty quick yeah, too. But even now as an expat, yeah. like they're kind of declaring, declaring a war on expat teachers, right? Like, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, so, it's, so it's even harder now. So like I'm saying like as an expat have six months of thousand dollars a month set aside. And, and, yeah. and what I'm trying to mention is like, actually when you get a, a visa in Germany, they actually require you to have a certain amount of money in your bank account. You have to prove that for your first visa. And I don't know what that amount is, but I think that could be like eight, eight, I think it's like eight grand or something you have to have. So, um, because they don't want you to have to, um, work illegally or dip into the German system. So yeah, look it up. But I think it's around eight grand that you have to prove you have in a bank account. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It might be different if you're getting a contract job because they know you're getting monthly salaries. Yeah. But if you're, but I know if you're applying for like, uh, the language learning visa or free, yeah. freelance visa. For these, visa. you definitely need money in the bank. You need money in the bank, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I say minimum is, I'm telling Berlin here, minimum a thousand a month. Uh, but maybe you want to add some more, some more cushion to that. Because yeah. also you're in Berlin. You're going to be having a lot of fun the first few weeks. So you might be spending a lot of money. Yeah, no, I would say if you're able, yeah, to be smart with your money, then a thousand. But obviously, yeah, if you're like, you know, you take one sip of that sweet, sweet, German juice like and you can't take it and you're just like, exactly. I need to go out every night then of course you're going to need like an extra grand <laughs> probably <laughs> for sure. to fill that club and uh, for sure but yeah what's next what's next next have you guys ever considered changing the name of your podcast even that no, no. <laughs> even right. that you're in Berlin to Americans and Berlin drinking whiskey no no we never really thought about it I mean, before we started the podcast we thought about doing Berlin but we thought Germany because it's more broad and applies to more people even though yeah. we are Berlin. No, and I, yeah, no, I wouldn't. I think you're saying now he wants to change his name? No, like, I mean, well, because I was like 80% of what we talk about is German and in general stuff. Like, yeah, exactly. like only 20% of what we talk about is Berlin specific. And ABDW so. doesn't have the same ring as AGDW. Yeah, and like Berlin, again, it's too specific. Like, no, like, because we, we were, because a lot of our experiences goes to the German language in general, Germans in general, you know, right. like it's not so, so no, we haven't thought of changing the name. Now, of course, um, after we first picked that name, uh, there was a few times that we um, regretted it because it was like so long. Yeah, we're making the website or like uh, Instagram. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, not easy. super long name and stuff. And I think that's why eventually we started just doing AGDW podcast. And AGDW also doesn't really flow off the tongue either. We, we yeah. just got to bungle the name generally, but now I love it. 
I do love it. Yeah. I mean, our, our very first guest, Bailey from Germany, as we mentioned in the uh, sponsorship ad. Yeah. Um, to the first person we put ourselves out there for and asked yeah. her to be a guest. And she said one of the reasons she accepted was because she's like, she's like, oh, I got qu- uh, requests all the time. But she's like, I saw your name, and I was like, that's a cool name, and that, yeah. that was one of the reasons she wanted to be and, on our show. So. You know, it's kind of a spoof on uh, Americans and no uh, comedians in cars drinking coffee with with, yeah, uh, with yeah. uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. So it's kind of like a little spoof on that, but uh, yeah, I like it because it's literally it's just literally describing what's happening. You know what I mean? We are Americans in Jerry drinking whiskey. You know like, what you're getting yourself into? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I mean, we did have a problem for a while. People thought it was just a whiskey podcast, and then uh, that's why we had to get the new logo that said "an expat podcast" on right. top of the name because people were like, "Oh, I thought that was just about whiskey." It's like, oh crap. You know? Yeah, yeah, we messed that one up. Yeah. Hey, but yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, but no, at this point, we're not changing anything. Everything. We got the logo. We got the website. There's no change. We got merchandise. We don't have merchandise. No, we don't have any merchandise. But we have that one cup. That's not merchandise because it was a gift. True. Don't get us fucked up with the finance. Amt, so. You're right. It was a gift. <laughs> it's a very much a gift. It was very much a gift. Next. Do you think Germans have more or less drama in their friends, <laughs> friend groups? I love that question. I love it, but how would we know? I don't know. I mean, I, I, the Germans <laughs> that I know aren't very dramatic. I would, I would assume less. Germanic or dramatic? Ger- ger- dramatic. <laughs> they are very Germanic, though. Okay. So uh, your D's are very G. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Why. <laughs> I would probably say less drama, just because Germans are more uh, straightforward and to the point, and that creates less drama. I guess. Like Germans will say exactly what they mean a lot of the time, which I think can create less drama, but also yeah. could create some drama if it's not to the wrong person. I think it's too hard because I've never been a German in a German friend group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we're not German, obviously. So like, I don't know what it's like to be in just like have five friends that are all German. I'm also a German. Like, so I don't, I couldn't speak to that if there is less drama because we're always seeing it from a kind of outside point of view. I mean, I do have one friend group of all Germans and then myself, right? But yeah, but I'm saying like, but you're, that's what they like. It's not a German friend group anymore because you kind of throw it off there. Yeah, but it's not, it's 90% Germans. Yeah. And with them, there's like no drama at all. Hmm. That you see. That I, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, of course it depends on the people, right? Yeah. But I, just just based on like the German stereotypes, I would think less. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, I would want to say less, but it could be like this. Okay, a um listener who we talked about earlier who gave us the five star review who is German, please chime in here. Uh, you would know better. Like all the Germans listening to the show, chime in. Let us know. Do you think you guys have more or less drama in your friend and, groups? I'm just thinking about like all right. So I've been here for nine years. Obviously, I've seen my fair share of drama. And most of that drama didn't come from German people, it came from other people. Yeah, but I also, I, I knew some Germans when I first got here that were f- so full of drama, so I don't know. Okay, so. Yeah. Anecdotal, who knows? Of course, it depends on the, like, maybe you just meet the five Germans who have, are full of drama, then you think, like, all Germans are, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, exactly. Actually, you know what? We're rambling. I don't know the answer to this question. Sorry. That's where I'm just going to put this. I'm going to say, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He tried. I, I did. He tried. He did. Let's uh, let's do a few more, Jeff. Yeah. Sure. Let's do a few more. That's a good idea. To do a few more. Yeah. I don't. I felt like a Wayne and Garth thing going just for like half a second. I don't know why. <laughs> weird. Party on. Oh, it could be the long hair, maybe. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, could be. There you go. Wait, am I Garth or Wayne? I mean, I don't want to say Wayne because then I'm Garth. Garth's awesome. Garth. I can drum. All right, you're you're Wayne. Totally Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Next. I know the answer to this right away. Do you ever get tired of whiskey? No. Not really. 
Do you ever get tired of breathing? Let me ask you that. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, I, I only, only drink it on, on Wednesday. I don't drink it much in my free time or like on the weekends. So yeah. I only drink it once a week with you. And then I just have all these bottles in my apartment just collecting dust. I think people, I, I don't. I, 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 it's fun. I always really enjoy something. Like it's always something. They're always very varied and different. So it's, it's fun. I mean, yeah, we're very fortunate that we're like, we're not tasting swill every Wednesday. Like we're, right. we, we get good stuff for the most part and it's, even the swill is fun sometimes yeah, like, oh this yeah. is terrible that's, that's fun it's always from different countries different places it's, it's stuff that i would never get a chance to try in normal life because like who has the budget for that you know right. but um but yeah i think people get the impression like we're just like waking up with a bottle of scotch every day or whatever but no like yeah we we don't drink that much whiskey like wednesdays no. i'd say like wednesdays and then there's maybe one other day in a week where i have a glass or make some couple cocktails with me and my girlfriend but yeah, not yeah, no, we're not I'm not drinking every day. Yeah, no. No. So I don't get tired of it. No. Uh next one. I read the last one. Oh. Can you order a dinner without tomatoes? Yeah. What, what is a dinner? A dinner is the kebab that you get here in, in Germany. The fa- and, the famous uh Berliner kebab. Yes, delicious. Uh without tomatoes, yeah, of course you can. You yeah. can get whatever you want. Yeah, you can yeah, yeah, yeah. You can I, I, oh oh. Mm-hmm. I would say because some people like when they when they say zalat, meaning like you know, vegetables, whatever, like, um, cause you, cause you usually get, you get the meat, you get the vegetables and then you get a sauce, but sometimes the, the vegetables, it's a mix of tomatoes, uh, the, um, and lettuce, lettuce and whatever, but so, sometimes they're separate. Onions are separate usually. Yeah. yeah but, but so like, but some people have the tomato separate, some of the lettuce, separate, so, but, but some it's a mix. So you couldn't say no tomatoes if you still wanted the lettuce. Cause they'd have to like pick through it. But and stuff. If, if you're going to a place that's mixed, just go with different general Latin. You want that things. You want those to be separate and fresh, not mixed. I mean, I don't know, but a lot of them have mixed. Not, not, not the ones I go to. I mean, it doesn't make it any less fresh if they're mixed. Why? Because then you have everything together, and you want it to be separate. You why? want the onions to hang out with onions. You want the segregation of the vegetables. No, but why? Why can't you have lettuce hanging out with the tomatoes? Because the tomato, the tomato uh, juices will make the lettuce all wilty. It's not what you want. Yeah. Would you uh, notice? I don't know. It's all know. covered in sauce, anyways. I'm just kind of making this up yeah. as I'm going along. But yes, you can do. You can. You can. It's. It's. It's as they say, like Burger King. You get it your way. Have it your way. Have it your way. Yeah. yeah. I'm loving it. <laughs> Eat fresh. Okay. Mm, Next, toasty. Next, <laughs> love the podcast. Listening from Atlanta, Georgia. Cool. Uh, visited family out in Berlin. Cool. Uh, over the summer and loved it. Now we're working on moving out to Germany for a few years. We like the whole family or what? Okay, cool. Um, other than Berlin, what would be the top three cities you'd recommend Americans and or expats move to? Thanks. Fun. Um, <laughs> I love when you say fun with no fun in your voice. I'm having fun. a good time. That was a fun, fun. question. Now I'm going to answer you in a fun Please. tone. So I would say Leipzig is a cool place. It's kind of like Berlin. It's right near Berlin. It's smaller. Uh, there's a decent amount of non-native German speakers, not as big as Berlin, obviously. But it's a university town, so if you're young, it's a good, good right. way, way to hook they up. Have some beautiful parks, there's some lakes. It's, it's a really cool city, and it's really small, so it's very walkable, very bikeable. Um, it's, it, I, I love Leipzig. That, maybe Hamburg, that's also one you can get mm. around, you know, without a lot of German. Also a cool city. I'm not the hugest Hamburg fan, but it's got a lot of charm. I understand why people do love it. It, it is a cool sure. city. Yeah. And... I mean, I guess Munich, but I don't want to advertise Munich. So I'm going to say uh, Bremen. 
because I like Bremen a lot. Ah, uh, yes. I, I've only spent like a literally an afternoon in Bremen, so I can't speak to it. But it's a. It looks seemed like a for that drive by. It's a really cool uh, city of an old uh, an old town, a new town. It's right on the water. Great seafood. Yeah, near the water. True. Yeah. Uh, it's an old Hansa style. It was an old trading um, city. It's also a city stadt too, like a city state, like Berlin is, which is also interesting. Right. And yeah. Vera Bremen, the best soccer team in nowhere. They're they're pretty, <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty bad, but I'm a fan. Uh, so mine would be, um, I'd say Cologne, Cologne. Oh yeah, Cologne. Um, yeah. Fair. When I'm the few times I visited there, I got really got the vibe that it was um very foreigner friendly and it felt like a very relaxed, cool city. Um, it's on the river there, and not too big of a big city. Yeah. So I would say um, Cologne for sure. Um, then I would probably throw in Hamburg as well yeah. uh, because it's on the water. Also not that large of a large city, so it's manageable. Um, tons of expats, a lot of jobs there. So I would suggest that. And then I'd have to throw in um, Aachen. Aachen in the ah. south is um, a big university town um, and also tons of expats live and work there. And it's a really pretty city. And then if you're young, like in your early 20s, I would say um, Heidelberg, oh, big good. university town. And it's one of those just like, cla- it looks like what you expect Germany to look to. You know, it's like classic buildings on a, you know, it's just gorgeous. And I want to do a little shout out to uh, Dresden. I like Dresden a lot. I think it doesn't get enough love. Yeah, I wouldn't say move there if, as an expat. No, we're not talking about what's nice cities. We're talking about what's good for as an expat. Yeah, that's cool. There, when it's like, it's in the East. As an expat, I don't think you get a lot of love there. Um, that's fair. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, and as you'll mention, as you'll notice, I've not mentioned anything from Bavaria just because. Um, yeah, as an expat, it's just hard. like I know everyone goes to Munich, but um, trust me, people in Munich are not huge fans of of foreigners or speaking English or any of that. So like, ooh, burn. Yeah, and in Bavaria, you know, like everything closes super early, and it's just like it's not it's not good for certain reasons. But it's a beautiful place. I mean, yeah. obviously, so and people do it all the time. So if if you yeah. like that Munich vibe, yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, but he asked in our opinion. Yeah, so. true. That's, yeah, and that's our opinion. And, yeah. we're, and, we're, and we're gonna stick with it. <laughs> there are many other opinions out there, but these are ours. Should we do one more? Wrap things up. Okay, last one, Jeffrey. And guys, don't worry. I think we have so much left over. We're gonna. This is gonna bleed into another one, right? Oh, absolutely. At some point, we have right? a lot. We have a lot. If not next week, maybe we. At some point, you know, for sure, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, so if yours wasn't heard today, don't don't feel sad. Yeah, we, we will ask literally every question that came in. Do not worry. Yes. Don't, just maybe not today. Is FOMO, fear of missing out, a permanent feeling in Berlin, or does it go away? So much to do here in so little time. <laughs> I love that question because um, Yain. <laughs> I think the longer you live here, the less FOMO you have, right? Because mm-hmm. you realize I can do this anytime. But sometimes there's so many concerts and like galleries and uh, Ausstellung, what's that? Um, yeah. Exhibits. Exhibits, yeah. It's like so many things going on that sometimes I do always get, I do get FOMO. Like, oh, I missed that concert. I want to go to that exhibit. I didn't have time because I was going to meet a friend over here for the birthday party. And blah, 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 blah. Uh, So I don't think uh, it ever really truly goes away. It just gets... You just care a little bit less, at least for me. Okay, yeah, for me, for sure, it go, it goes away completely. I have no FOMO anymore. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Like I, I've gone through a love. Like I've had a few years where I actually hated Berlin living okay. here, and I really, like, I would just get together with friends how much I hated it, talk about how much I hated it, and then I'd go back into loving it and then hating it again. So like I have a very hot and cold relationship with Berlin. 
We love it now at this point, but who knows what happens next year? I don't know. <laughs> um, but if, no, you, if you look at it during the pandemic, I mean, it can't really get worse than that, can it? Yeah, no, but but yeah, speaking particularly of FOMO, fear of missing out, um, from why I would say it goes away is because, because there is so... I, I had more of that when I lived in smaller places because when things came up, that was the only thing that was for that city. So if you missed it, yeah. here there's so much happening... I don't care if I miss it because I know there's going to be another concert next week. There's going to be, you know, like there's always going to be something to do. So that's why I have no fear of missing out stuff because there is such a plethora of things going on. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? So like, but like when I lived in Vienna, which was smaller and there was still lots of stuff going on, but I'd say like half as much stuff going on. But if I missed something, it was like, fuck, you know, that was it. That was was the thing for this month. You know, like I missed it, you know. That's definitely an interesting perspective because for me, it's like there's so many cool things. I want to see them all. But in the past few years, I've gotten more comfortable being like, Alex, you got to like hang out at home for a day and get some rest and relax because yeah. Yeah. Like I think you learned the value of a day sitting at home doing nothing. Right. Like, but, but yeah, the first God, three, four years I lived here, it was very much like do everything. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's more because also I didn't know when I, maybe I'm going home tomorrow, you know, like you don't know how long at that you're going to stay here at that That's point. Fair. Yeah. And so you're like, I got to do this. Cause who knows? Like, I don't want to, go back to the States and I missed out all these things. So you do all this stuff. And then, but then at a certain point you're like, okay, I've been here. I'm going to be here for a while. I can get to that next week. I, you know, I don't need to do that right this second, you know? Yeah. Like, fair. I, I still got FOMO. Unfortunately. Unfomotionally. <laughs> I tried. No. Uh, so yeah, it, 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 it's kind of permanent for me, but, but, but got less, but not, yeah, not as hardcore as it was like before. Yeah. It was very like, Cause, Cause I think I'd be, I'd be in bed and I know something's happening. I'd be like flipping out. <laughs> yeah. I, but, but, but I think before, like you couldn't just take a whole Saturday to be like, I'm gonna play video games instead of go do these cool things. No. But now you're like, that's okay, my plan. I accept like, that's something I might need. Okay. I'll miss something, but I, my body needs this right now. Exactly. You know, kind of a thing. Or like my brain is like, I just want to chill on the couch and yeah. eat chips and play video games. And I think we've all, even, even in those first three or four years when I was doing everything, even then, I had t- days where I was like, God, I'd love to just do nothing. But like, you know, you kind of, but I can't, I, I, I got it. You can't miss out. You know, like you yeah. force yourself to go out, even though like deep down, you'd be happy to do nothing. Oh, for sure. You know, but, but you're like, especially that first few months, like, what are you going to do? Just sit at home. You're in Berlin. You can't sit, you're sit at home. Like, loser, get out there, man. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, there it is. Bomo. There it is. It's I a mean, thing. Sadly, guys, because I, I could sit here to ask, like, answer questions for fucking days. Um, but, you know, we got to wrap things up. So let's uh, let's move on to the whiskey. And don't worry. We'll get more questions later. Later. I couldn't have done without that. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said it kind of, uh, kind of weird when you said later. Okay. Anyways. So whiskey. Alex is currently holding a bottle with his left hand in a way it's that it's probably like bursting his wrist yeah. it's really heavy man like it's also like a, look how thick this bottle is too it's so thick his bottle is as thick as our whiskey glasses i mean about. hold on yeah just about not yeah, far off that's yeah. like look at that that's in, that's insane okay this is the pin royal it's royal or royale i don't know the difference <laughs> it's royal scotch whiskey a blend and it says on the top it says finest Whiskeys distilled in the revered custom of Scotland. Put in what happened there? Bottle. Because everything's written weird. Finest whiskeys distilled in revered customs of custom of Scotland. Put in bottle at air dry in Lan Lan. Oh, Langnarkshire. 
No, guys, sorry, but you know, English is not Alex's first language. So oh my he's gosh. Having issues with this. I feel like he's had a stroke. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pinwini, it's age well, 12 well, what's years. What's the story on the other side? Oh, God. You, okay, fine. You asked for it. A blend in the old tradition. Herein may be found the most extraordinary Scotch blend yet accomplished. A whiskey of surpassing smoothness and unique delicacy of flavor. XII years old. Old with an E. That's a bold state. Did, did it, I know, did, right? Did not just say like it's the most amazing whiskey ever made. Basically. It's a, it's a, this is like this is the best shit you'll put in your mouth. <laughs> and it says bottled by bottled by hand in Scotland. Pinwini Distillers. Oh no, I saw that online. It said even in the 1970s, even though back then to bottle by hand, it, there was like a handful of distillers. That, like that, that was very rare even in the 1970s. So like, oh. so that's like, so, so even by then everything would still be bottled by machine. So like. Well, that was like a, de- a big deal to be bottling by hand. Let's see if it's the most extraordinary Scotch blend yet accomplished. Let's check it out. Well, to be fair, that was written in the seventies. Maybe it's maybe it's been well, accomplished yes, it's, again. Yeah, yet accomplished. Like it didn't. They didn't know what was coming after. Right? Oh god. Okay, that's good. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> Just trying to pour with one hand is a. Tomorrow at work, Alex is going to go to pick up like a glass of coffee and just with the hands going to be like shaking. shaking. Yeah. Like my forearms already hurting. All right, cheers. cheers. Oh. <laughs> I can't look my hand. <laughs> I like it. it, it I it, mean, that's quite good. I think, like, yeah, it is quite good. It's pretty smooth. It's 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 got a sweeter flavor at the beginning. Is it the most extraordinary blend ever made? No, no, it's not. Maybe up until nineteen seventy something, but up yeah, until twenty twenty two. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna say no, but it is good. I'm, it's not. It's not bad. It's not poo. I wouldn't call it pin Winnie the poo. Well, I don't think anybody would. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's it's good. I like it. So um, I don't know. I'm gonna just you know I'm just gonna give it an eight. <laughs> I don't know. Feels like an eight. Yeah, I was gonna say an eight as well. Like, yeah. which I mean, it it, it it is a solid, very solid, good scotch. Um, it's, but, an, it's an it's an unconvincing eight. <laughs> well, you could have given it a, like less than an eight. Yeah, but all right, all right, maybe like a seven point six. Okay, I'll stick with my eight. Like it, 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 it's it's a very solid scotch that I'd be happy to give to anybody visiting. It's it's quite good. Yeah, and but the bottle like, alone is is just like. But we've awesome. had we've had scotches that were better. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, like okay, if this didn't have any of the story or anything with it, if, if this was just like a bottle that we just bought, right? Right. Cool. It, you know, yeah, it's great. But like considering like the hype. And you know, ooh, it's from the seventies, and um, I mean, we, and then we, if you if you look online, like people are selling it for obscene amounts of money, like hundreds of hundreds of euros um, for these bottles. Like, is it worth it? I would say no. I I mean, if, if you want to keep it like on your shelf because it's really cool looking, then sure. It's I mean, it's it's definitely like a collector's item. Like, I wouldn't throw this bottle away. This bottle could be a decanter. It's a decanter, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. It's 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 just. It's, I mean. It's, it's no, no, definitely but it, unique. No, but it, it, it is. It's a good bottle of whiskey. It's, it's just like if you, um, yeah, stack it up against the, the claims in the back of it being like the best whiskey ever made, then no, it's not. It's not. The but bo- it's good. On the bottom of the bottle, it Ooh. says liquor bottle. Ooh. So. In case you didn't know. In case you weren't sure. You can't it, put water in there. In case you didn't read the like five times as the word scotch on the side. <laughs> it's liquor. It's liquor. Liquor bottle. Anyways, uh, eight yeah. for you, seven point six, I think, for me. Yeah, again, it's it's good. And when my dad gave it to me, like he's like, 
he even said he's like this could be the best whiskey you ever have or the worst like he like yeah. he's like i have no idea if it's even worth anything like yeah but so. th- thank you just had yeah. so much really appreciate it yeah it's, it's awesome and he has, he has one more for us which i still couldn't fit so maybe that's ne- for next year for next year when he flies but, in uh this summer we'll see i mean i i give the presentation of the bottle like 10 out of 10 for sure so, i mean Super cool. It's one of the most unique bottles, like, and it literally would not fit on my whiskey shelf. Yeah, and who knows how many people have drank this in the last 10 years. I don't know. That's 20 years. Far fewer. Yeah, like, we're probably one of only hand, like, a few, maybe like a few hundred people a year that drink this versus right. these tens of thousands, hundred thousand people who drink, you know, yeah. Jameson every year. Yeah, so. that's, pretty, that's pretty unique in itself, yeah. which kind of adds value to it, you know, for personal And, and we reasons. literally just drank liquid that has been sitting in a bottle for 50-something years, Ew. which is weird. Yeah. Who was the president in the 70s? Tricky Dick was there. Richard oh, yeah. Nixon was in the 70s. There's yeah. a, a Nixon bottle of whiskey. Well, yeah, well, things we don't know which part of the 70s, but like it could have been, yeah, like, uh, yeah, Richard, it could have been like Watergate scandal while this is being poured in this bottle. <laughs> like, which is, which is it's so fun to think about. It is, know? yeah. Like, this, this bottle sees some shit. Yeah. Cool. Right, maybe if, yeah, if bottles could talk. Maybe, actually, maybe I don't want to know the things this bottle's seen. I don't know. True. Sort of could have gone down over the past fifty years. I mean, I'm sure yeah. a lot of things went down. Fifty years, fifty years. Like how many owners have this have changed? Is it, how many times has this changed hands? You know, what I mean, this bottle, mm-hmm. like gift, gift, oh, sell gift. Dude, you that know. found it in the house, right? Yeah, and they're like, oh, just take it, whatever. Yeah, cool. Anyways, anyways, thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, as always, times. we love you. You're cool. Yeah, sorry guys, we're gone, and unfortunately, in a few weeks, we'll have another break for Christmas. Um, but you know, but don't worry. For now, we are back. But just know, we will. Yeah, I think we have like another episode that we <laughs> yeah, like, Christmas break. Like one or two episodes of we're gone. Yeah, exactly. So um, anyways, thank you so much. We love you all. It's been fun. Alex has one last thing to say to you. Stay safe. I almost forgot what, like, <laughs> what, I, what I have to say, Jeff. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, stay safe, stay healthy, but also um, stay thirsty. Cheers. Oh, yeah. 1970s. <laughs>